Hello, hello, and welcome back to Podcast Assemble, the show where you get your regular geeky download. My name's Tommy, and I'm delighted, as always, to be joined by my friend and co-host from across the pond. It's DL. Friend and fellow geek. Friend and fellow geek. Yeah. Did you like the new little intro there? Changing it up <laughs> yeah, just a little bit. <laughs> just keep us agile. I don't know. Like, you've, got to, you've got to keep, keep people on their toes these no, days. I, I so like I it, man. I like it. Well, soon we'll be riffing off each other in the intro. Well, you just you just did one just a moment ago, and I'm definitely, I'm it's absolutely going to be man. using that for Some, a smash cut we're going to do at someday. some point. <laughs> one day at Christmas, maybe we'll think about doing like an outtakes one. Okay. So I, I tend to get like the bit where we Christmas is what gets you going for outtakes. That's it. Outtakes, outtakes season. <laughs> hopefully, <laughs> hopefully by then we have some like a, a loyal listener base who'll do it for us because at Christmas you want a break, right? Yeah, I guess. Fingers crossed. Let us let people know, guys. If you know anyone who might like this, give them a shout. Like, trick them. I don't whatever whatever you do to get people <laughs> to listen them. to podcasts these days. I don't know. Tie them up and make them listen. <laughs> basically what i do well we're back we're back baby this yeah, is this uh is this is episode 30 can you believe it episode 30 already Three oh, third floor geeky entertainment news it's, my what go- you- it's the golden podcast that's, for me that's matches my age <laughs> it's in the golden birthday Damn, golden I podcast. You're so old these days this must be the one what's uh what's been happening buddy what have you been up to uh dude hanging out um watching uh some you know highly rated stuff recently really? on, you know we, we stuck to stuff that was uh for once in my me and my girlfriend usually like the stuff she likes is very, very oh, yeah. not highly rated. It's very critically oh, yeah. unacclaimed, <laughs> as you would say. But she so, says so she, crap. I, you know, you make me watch crap too, as we'll talk about. It's very true. Shortly, I do. But, <laughs> I guess point being, uh, I don't mean you say I make you when this was your entire idea. But you should week. have stopped me. You should no, have I known refuse. that I would not. Have liked I like this, this idea. That's Uh, Anyway, so she suggested two things, which I was surprised to see had strong ratings on both Rotten Tomatoes and IMDb. So I I watched them or or started watching them. Uh, Believe me, the story, I don't want to butcher it. It's it's one of the new Netflix movies. Believe me, the story of the kidnapping of Lisa something. Oh, okay. But believe me is the title. And then it's got like a subtitle. It's just like a, you know, a, movie based off a true story about a kidnapping about a girl who actually well i don't want to spoil it if you're gonna watch it it's high on netflix but okay in any case it's one of those kind of uh stories about like a kidnapping victim but it you know it's rather uplifting i would say Ooh, okay so it's nice it's a good one it's uh it's obviously unusual. it's not like a bio it's like a biopic i guess it's not is it like a crime drama that type of thing it's like a crime drama but it was actually okay. this has actually happened so it's not like you're not uh-huh. interviewing the real person uh-huh. there's an actor but um anyway. oh all oh, right so it's a reenactment in many it's, a re- cases. it's not but it's a movie it's not a reenactment like oh, that's, that's what so i'm trying to, how would you call that a biopic yeah I like, guess that's so. what like uh straight out of compton was right it was yeah like yeah a, for sure it was an honest portrayal of like something that happened there's a really yeah. interesting one of that. Um, I think it's called uh, the Ice, the Iceman, maybe, and it's about this dude who's like a Russian like killer for hire. The Iceman cometh, and literally, man, like the, the uh, so you go on YouTube and you, you search for him, you yeah. can find tapes of him in prison, and he is just like he has no like he ha- he just doesn't give a fuck. He has no morals. He's just like whatever. I just kill people. And this like, was what I was paid to do, and I was good at it. I, a hundred percent. He's like that. He is that stereotype, and it's yeah. so interesting. Anyway, sorry. I think there's there's a version with Vigo. I think it's Vigo Mortensen. I think Vigo plays him. No, it can't be. Anyway, I've seen you, a movie you, with you Vigo. Keep, where you keep he's, talking. Yeah, yeah, that's a different one. You keep going. Uh, yeah, that was what were we saying? Iceman, Dayman, <laughs> followed by the Nightman. What was what was what was, Splendor who, of the Sun? Who was who was in this movie? Uh, Sweet Tooth. It was a bunch of oh, it was a bunch of people. I don't know. It was it. There wasn't. Let me pull it up for you on imdb but it wasn't like a bunch of like heavy hitters to be honest it was just like a good movie i, li- I lied this is actually michael shannon who i actually think's very good in it anyway so believe me the abduction of lisa mcveigh yep and it's katie douglas uh david james elliott N- not a lot of people you would really know no i don't know yeah i mean they're Should all I know they're all pretty no name but good for them for getting their their shot and it's a. Uh, 7.2 on IMDb, but it was much higher on Rotten Tomatoes. A good, good, good rating there. Yeah. In the 90s. Did you enjoy it? I did enjoy it. I thought it was pretty good. Um, and then we're now watching Sweet Tooth, oh, which shit, is yeah. highly rated on Netflix. So Robert far, Jr.? you know, I'm enjoying it. It's a little bit too cheesy and, yeah, okay. and childish for me. I thought I was going to deal with some darker shit. Maybe Dude. it will still. Dude, well, I've I've uh, heard I've heard this is a massive toned down version because the comic is dirty. It is like 
the blackest comic book of all time. It's, it's like, like really gnarly. As in so depressing. Like unbelievable. This is like the opposite. I was expecting that. Yeah, well, you I've know, heard me, that. I like something yeah. a bit dark. I've heard depressing, that. You should read the comic. Nihilistic. Yeah. Well, the comic's just know? all like, yeah, like the complete polar opposite of what this is said. It's, but it's, I think in, in, in many respects, I feel like they've probably got this property and gone for this time of our lives. Like it might be a bit much to be this depressing about the future. I, I guess like, I was expecting more, uh, so far it's been a pretty uplifting tale and I was expecting like maybe the end to be that way, but more throughout, like you'd be brought down and it's yeah. been pretty. So it's know. essentially a tale of, uh, the kid, a kid who has antlers. So there's, there's a whole backstory to this, but a kid who has antlers traveling across the country, right? With one other dude. It's, you know, it's this thing that we keep talking about. It's basically the last of us story. Sure. Different yeah. versions but of it, the but last it, but of it, us. But in this, like the, but, but in this, no, the there's dude, more to it. The, in this, the dude he's traveling, the kid's traveling with actually has like some, you know, like quite, um, altruistic motives. Like he actually wants to help. Eh, starts out pretty similar to the last of us in the, in the okay. show, at least. Sure. He's okay, kind of well, just, he's just kind of stuck helping and he's trying to get out of it. Yeah. Well, in the comics, he agrees yeah. to take him so he can sell him to people. Like there's, it's, it's that bleak. So maybe that is still happening, but uh, okay. I, I think they've changed some things. In any case, it's about this like pandemic that takes out the, the fucking world. A lot of stuff, yeah. Yeah, and then in the same time, so like the few people that are surviving at the same time, all kids from this point on are yep. born as hybrids between yep. animals and kids and uh, or humans. And so it's this kind of tale so far of like, you know, dystopian world where everyone's dying and there's no government. And, you know, they're kind of persecuting these hybrids because they think they're the cause of it because mm-hmm. it happens at about the same time. And yeah, it's, so far it's good. I'm like episode four. I'm about to oh, watch. Yeah. If I watch tonight, it'll be episode four. Cool. Um, and so that was, yeah, that's what I've been watching. How about you? You should check out this Iceman, by the way, but uh, I don't know what it's on. If it's on Netflix or anything, but listen to this cast. All right. Michael Shannon, obviously an amazing actor. Chris Evans, James Franco, Winona Ryder, Ray Liotta, David Schwimmer. This is this. like star studded. Like it's... It's Why like crazy. David Swimmer do anything? I mean, he doesn't need to. They were making ten million an episode for that last season That's of Friends. Crazy. He can do what he wants. All right, what have I? To, what, what have I been doing? Okay, like I haven't actually done a lot this last week. Like this is actually we've had a much shorter period between episodes. We seem to be flicking backwards and forwards on this. But this week, I did manage to catch up with one of the new episodes of Superman and Lois, which I've written down Lois, which is not the same show <laughs> at all. Uh, it's actually really good. I I quite like it. it it allows you to explore more aspects of Superman's character that you don't get in like a two hour movie. Like you see like him trying to be a father, you see him trying to be a husband, you see him trying to be Superman and then not being able to do all of them at the same time. And even though he is like the man of steel, he, he struggles and it's really interesting. It's good. Um, I like it. So I'm going to keep watching that. I'm impressed that you're still watching this. Yeah. It's got, it's, it, yeah. It's got good like production Superman. values as well. Like the CGI is really good for a TV show. Okay. Like really good. It does have like a, a slightly dark filter over it. Like it's slightly yeah. like sepia tone, a little bit like some of the Snyder movies are, but it's good nonetheless. And the other thing I watched was me and uh, me and my partner finally got around to watching Guardians of the Galaxy. Now, plot twist. Yes. She didn't enjoy this one. Yeah, I don't know. It's interesting. I'm, well, I can Gail actually... didn't really enjoy it either. I tried to get her to watch it. Yeah, well, I can see from her point of view as well, though, because we just watched this awesome action spy thriller crime drama in the winter soldier captain america the winter soldier and we then flip to this crazy like <laughs> i think there's a lot to learn epic. too it's like a bunch of new stuff it's yeah, not really exactly. connected in at first at all at yeah. all to the mcu she, that's what she was saying to me she was like yeah. how is this connected like none of the characters are the same and yeah, i'm like very different i guess you've just got to kind of wait and see yeah like you just got to pick up on the little bits of injury you're in it. and like i was like she didn't even really like Groot. And I was like, I'm not sure I can be with you. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> that was the only thing Gail did like was Groot. Really? That's the yeah. one thing she didn't. I was like, oh, that's I, so confusing. I love uh, freaking, what's his name? Ratchet? Ra- Rocket. Rocket. Yeah. Yeah, he's the best. He's, he's so bomb. And I can just imagine like, uh, what's his name? Who voices him in the booth? Just like fucking Bradley screaming. Cooper. Cooper, yeah. yeah just <laughs> screaming like a maniac. <laughs> Bradley. Bradley Cooper. Yeah. yeah, I was like at the beginning, I was like, watch out for Bradley Cooper and Vin Diesel in this. And halfway through, she's like, who are they? And Who's I was like, I was like, it's the tree and it's the ra- it's the raccoon. <laughs> <laughs> and she was like, what the fuck are you talking about? Uh, so that was hard to explain, nonetheless. Okay, but pretty like I mean, I could watch that movie over and over again. So like, she, even yeah, if she you, wasn't there, I would have I would have absolutely ended up watching that. Okay. So 
any have you seen any have you heard anything i have heard that uh we got our first look at the boys season three who how uh soldier boy looks. jensen ackles did you you see it that came out today it's pretty good it's a pretty cool costume yeah it looks pretty good um i don't know a huge amount about soldier boy from the comics i don't know anything about it but apparently well he's just supposed to be like a sign of I guess a relic of the past is like old machismo. Yes, exactly. So like, uh, there aren't they meant to be like a crappy, not Avengers, um, Justice League? Kind of, but then they yeah. were anyway. Yeah. So I wonder if he's going to be like, like obviously a bunch of the boys, spoil, spoilers for the boys. Yeah. I wonder if a, because a bunch of them died in the last season, he's going to be drafted back in and they're trying to like refill the quota. Do you know what I mean? And yeah. he's just like this throwback who is kind of against everything they're doing, but also... Homelander can use him. Do you know what I mean? I wonder if that's the way they're going to go with that. Anyway, the costume's cool as. Like, I like it. It's very cap, very fake Captain America. It is. It he is. looks like he's got I a mean, knife. It's, it's, it's obvious that he's supposed to kind of be that, right? I, I guess looking at it, maybe. Yeah. yeah. I mean, he's got a shield for God's sake. Yeah. Yeah. So why wouldn't you think that? Um, we also heard that our favorite, uh, you know, uh, Shadow and Bone has been renewed for season two. Oh so my I know god! You're pretty stoked on that. Um, I don't know why, why? I feel, I'm actually kind of intrigued now. Okay. You know, I love a fantasy series, you know, I'm happy to, I'm happy to troll through this. Well, it's, it's, it's very interesting you say that because I was speaking to uh, a friend of mine the other day and they were talking about the podcast and how it was going. And they, they said to me that the one episode that really turned them off was when we were talking mm-hmm. about shadow and bone. Fair enough. I was like, it's not for oh, everyone. No, it's really not. But I mean, um, it's, I'm not saying that I liked it. I'm just saying that I'm intrigued to see if it'll be a crappy fantasy series, as crappy as it's kind of. Yeah. It's got, it's had a couple redeeming things for me, and I want them to just kill everyone except for the main guy. And then yeah, me too. God. That'd be awesome. Which anyway, main guy, but, though? But I don't think they will. Which main guy? Uh, the dark. Darkling. Ben Barnes, yeah. Darkling. Well, we did get some... <laughs> speaking, speaking of uh, speaking of shows being renewed, we did get some more information about the cancellation of Jupiter's Legacy. They never use the word cancellation, so... Never ever do, though. Well, they, they usually would. They did they, it for uh, Dark Crystal. But they have yeah. released all of the actors from their contracts, which is the same thing. Yeah. But they do look like they're going to pivot and start working on a, a spin-off of this from apparently the same universe, a show called Super Crooks. What's the which, point? I don't know, but I, I guess I guess what they were I guess the original plan for this was they released this, but because I found out as well this week that the budget for this was two hundred million. Well, yeah, if you spend two hundred million on anything, you're not going to make much money. Unbelievable! <laughs> like, like Game, what was Game of Thrones like? The final season, uh, ten million episodes. Netflix spends a fucking absurd about this. Was a joke. Yeah. But what I thought was maybe they were looking at doing like one bumper season of this that span off into a bunch of different areas from the, from his from yeah. Mark Millar's comics, like. That's a joke, right? Two hundred million. Yeah, it's a lot of money. Unnecessary. Yeah. I also I heard that uh, Loki, w- which we do have coming tomorrow, as yes, of this time tomorrow, of recording. Time. Uh, Marvel has said that it was inspired by David Fincher, which is a good. Huh. You know, if they're trying to go that way, I'm all I'm on board. Yeah, I love that idea. All of David Fincher's stuff is very very awesome. I've actively tried to stay away from any spoilers or anything like that on the internet. It's all I've heard. All I've all, all I've given. heard is that at the moment it all reviews are like glowingly positive for the first episode. That's all I know. Sweet. So, great. Fantastic. Any I'm other really news excited for that. We'll 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 end up doing like a little section like we have done the previous yeah. shows. Any other news from you? Sorry. We we have a few little bits we yeah. do. Um first and foremost, I wondered and I know you heard this cuz I sent it to you cuz I was so excited. Did you hear this week that Wedding Crashers 2 begins filming in August? And uh, Owen Wilson, Vince Vaughn, Isla Fisher, and Rachel McAdams are all returning. It's good that they're all returning. Yes. That gives me some hope for this movie. I also hope they they need to introduce new characters, though. Yeah, absolutely. But what are they going to be doing? Like, crashing bar mitzvahs? Like, what's the go here? To be honest... That's why I don't think it should be made. It's a midlife crisis time. I, I, I don't think it should be I'm, made I'm unless they've got you. like a really, really good idea. I am with you on that. Yeah. I'm absolutely with you on that. But because uh, it's such a good movie on its own, it is. No, and I it's, it's just agree. gonna go the way of Anchorman, where Anchorman two got butchered, but it wasn't that bad. Oh, I think on a rewatch you'd like Anchorman two. That's my point. Okay, but it got butchered. Like it wasn't that bad, but it just didn't live up to the original. Like. There are some jokes that really shouldn't fly in that movie. <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember it that well, but well, do you remember the Austin Powers? Um, Jim Austin Powers back in the day, they did that joke where it was like the dude had a mole in his face and he was going, molly, 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 molly. Yeah. yeah, well, they did a similar one that I'm not going to repeat in this about the family that he goes to have dinner with who are all African-Americans. And it's just not that you funny. Can't do it. Like yeah. in hindsight, it's you like, dude, it. like, come on. 
I, I like I get I don't even get where they're coming from I'm not gonna lie to you it's an absolute <laughs> nonsense yeah well anyway did you hear this week that uh, A Quiet Place sorry let me start this again A Quiet Place spin-off is set for um, yeah I did hear 2023 that 2023 after the success week. of the sequel I think I heard that last week anyway it wasn't did on the I show know? last week I, no I didn't mention it no okay uh, but anyway no it makes sense I mean I, I guess you can't really tell any more of their story no. So you have so to, but it, you know what we this reminds this me last of? Week. We were yeah. saying it should go spin You know what yeah. this reminds me of is, uh, what was it, Cloverfield? Yes. Where they were like, we're, you know, we'll never, we don't think we'll make like a necessary, like a, a true sequel, but, you know, we maybe we'll eventually make a video, like there's a, like of another person's experience with this event. Well, that was and that, great. And now I think they're actually doing that finally after they've made a bunch of weird yeah. spinoffs that were kind of, you know, not true sequels as yeah. well. Yeah, well, this is set for release 31st of March 2023, which I will believe when I see it. But yeah, I agree with you. Like, that would be great to see how different people react in the situation, how it's different for... I just don't think it'll be as good, though. It's hard to... I, yeah, I mean, Krasinski and Blunt are just amazing, it's aren't just they? pretty interesting. The way they did it with Cloverfield, I think, is the only way you could do it. You'd have to do like a complete genre shift. Or, otherwise, it's going to be the same scares. The yeah, same, agreed. You know what I mean? Anyway, moving well, on. Do two, we... two very quick bits of okay. DC huh? news before we move on then. Did you see this Look week that there was a... Uh, I love a bit of DC. <laughs> there was a, a set leak of photos of the new Shazam suit for the second Shazam movie. And uh, what do you think? You can see it. I didn't post it on our Twitter, but you can find it easily enough. It's kind of the same, but a bit more jazzy. It's just like more attached. Yeah, it's yeah. more. Yeah, it's definitely more. Oh, like looks yoked though. Yeah, he is absolutely. Surely he's this. not that big. Well, yeah, the last one was you could tell in the in the OG one like it was like a muscle suit and yeah. it even looked like someone shoved a pillow down yeah. there. Whereas this looks like it's just enhancements on what he already has, which is good. I'm not gonna lie, that does look pretty good. And finally, 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 before we move on, we did this week get a look, a first look, uh, of the new Flash movie, but it was an image. And it was an image of the 1980s Batman symbol. So Michael Keaton obviously returning for for the Flash movie as Batman. We don't know which Batman yet. Could be any of them from. Could be Thomas Wayne. It could be Bruce Wayne. God, could be anything. Um, I'm so I'm I'm pumped to see a bunch of Batmans in a movie. <laughs> Batman into the Spider Verse. That's what I want. I want to see that. It feels like we're just getting rehashes of like ideas these days, though. Well, they just like they, somebody they made a really some. good idea with like yeah. Spider Verse, and now we're gonna get the Marvel version of that. The DC They've all version. done it in the years, though. Like this is all this all has present in the comics. Of this, course it does, but like, well, this we should all do it at the same time. Well, anyway, it makes money. That's the problem. Yeah. This was slated to be based off the Flashpoint series when Flash messed with the timeline and ends up seeing a bunch of different versions of what the world could have become and where it is. So in this one. In the one they think this might be, what happens is the Flash goes back and saves his mum from being killed. Mm. And when he comes back, um, what happened was Bruce Wayne actually died in the other way instead of his dad. And his dad becomes this crazy vigilante who's just way more lethal than Bruce. Uh, and his mum becomes the Joker. So it's this weird <laughs> separate thing. And uh, I wonder if they're going to go that way because that would be that'd be a fun one to see on screen. What do you Poor think? Flashy. Poor Poor little Flash. Flash. I think it's funny though, right? Like the first image that you see of the Flash movie is a Batman symbol. Poor little Flash. Never gets his (laughs) claim to fame. If anyone did see anything which is cool that we missed this week, any any have you heards, anything you've heard that you'd like us to talk about, let us know. Hashtag us uh, podcast assemble on Twitter or at pod underscore assemble. We will find you. We'll try. Now, do you want to hit that main topic theme? Yeah, main topic theme. Damn, you, you're missing out. I, I, I missed the days I, when you used to... I don't know what to say anymore, man. You used to have so much vigor for this. I don't have... I, I don't know. I don't think we have a... We need to actually get it. We do need to get a main topic. Theme. We'll get it at some So that point. I don't have we'll to do this week by week by week. <laughs> Fucking save It's just me. funny that you hate it so much. <sighs> it's a bit, man. It's a bit. Go with it. So, do yeah. Do preface the main topic? We watched the crappiest movie I've ever seen. <laughs> <laughs> and this is where our opinions immediately divide. So last week we actually talked about this, right? Last week yeah, we, we talked did. very briefly about an upcoming reboot of a movie called Highlander, which Henry Cavill is going to star in. No, what is he doing? Now I forgot about that. And no, you, you, my friend, were the one who said we should watch that and talk about it. So 
Here we are. I forgot that I'd seen this like randomly half of it on like, okay. HBO as a kid and was like, what in the fuck am I watching? And I never finished it. <laughs> and now I know why I never finished it. But this yeah, is, like this is one of my sort of geeky 80s throwback nonsense favorite movies. I guess like I just didn't watch enough 80s movies as a kid. There was like, I, I watched them, but I, I just don't like movies from this era. Sure. I don't. That's, that's, that's going to be a problem with this podcast. To be this, fair. They're just not good. <laughs> and yeah, I, I don't know. I'll, I'll start there. It's just not good. But do you, do you want to do dumb summaries and then kick into it? Yeah, go for it. You, you want to go I'll, first? My, you know, I'll do my dumb summary. My and it's like, there's so much dumb shit in this movie that it's like, it was plenty of material, but. Hit me um, up. So I guess if I was going to summarize this, this movie uh, in a scolding, satirical scolding. fashion. I would start by saying a Scottish nativer of Yugoslavia learns to speak English while learning to breathe underwater from a Scottish <laughs> Egyptian native of Spain. In addition to his eating gillyweed, said Scottish Egyptian conquistador trains our favorite U- Euro Scot in the art of combat, for he will need to make heads roll French Revolution style in his future battles against Agent Smith and the lead singer of Kiss. In a winner take <laughs> wow. all, where the winner gets something what <laughs> they already have. Wow, you've given a lot of information there. That's yeah. a lot. I mean, I want I want to say that that's not one of your better ones. I'm sorry. That's I mean, what do you want from me? You tried. This is a terrible movie. It's all right. So, come. My on. summary is, this a, is a as great siloed movie. and idiotic right. as the movie itself. Right here you go. Here's my stupid overview. The Last Samurai meets Braveheart with Vigo the Carpathian from Ghostbusters framed as the bad guy. Simple, effective done not like this movie <laughs> well uh, let's, let's I, and i it. refuse to include braveheart and the last samurai in the let's, same sentence as this movie you're giving <laughs> way too much grace so this is this is the highlander movie from 1986 this is the original um and this has christopher lambert our old favorite from uh, mortal Kombat. it also has sean connery it has a dude clancy brown who if you actually he's the bad guy he plays krugan and yep. if you actually look at his imdb it's actually phenomenal. I'm sure. See, There's like, so much cool stuff. He on actually feels TV. like he could have played different roles. Yeah. Like, he, he, in the sense that he has the look of an actor. Like, <laughs> we're going to get into Chris. Where did they find Chris Lambert? Like, who? Well, the vague, the vague overview of this plus plot is right. That Connor McLeod, who you meet, who is Christopher Lambert's character, he's basically an immortal. Uh, he's cast out by his clan and he begins to sort of find out, you know, more about himself uh, he meets Ramirez, who is Sean Connery's character, who teaches him essentially how to fight because he finds out that he is he is essentially immortal. And there is going to be this competition to find out who is the one or there can be only one, whatever you want to say. For some reason. For some reason, which you know <laughs> isn't really filled out. Uh, but anyway, can you tell me what the IMDb score for this is? I can because I worked on okay. accidents. But... Um, it's 7.1 it's 7. for 1. some absurd reason. It's a cult classic. Can yeah. you tell me the Rotten Tomatoes for this? Can you uh, guess? I hope it's fucking low. <laughs> <I was just laughs> it's certified fresh. It's 69%. Shut the fuck up. However. This is a bad movie, dude. However. The critics must Can be, you guess the yeah, Metacritic score? It'd be fucking like one. <laughs> <laughs> it's not quite one. It's, Two? Uh, it's 24. It's not oh, great. Um, yeah, but this was directed by uh, Russell McCauley. Am I saying that right? Malkahai? I don't know how you say that. But he's an Aussie native. He's from Melbourne, which is very cool. Has he he directed other things of note? He has done a lot of different schlock. I was going to say, I've heard that. I I would imagine he has, because he got got Sean Connery to do this movie. Yeah, well, it's really interesting, because... Like you look at his movies, and sorry, from anything before like the late two thousands, it's trash. He did like Resident Evil Extinction. He did Scorpion King two. Which, fun fact, if you look at the cover for that, it definitely looks like a porn adaption of a movie. <laughs> um, but then <laughs> you, you get a bit closer to now, and he did Thirteen Reasons Why. So like he's got some good stuff on his resume here and there. So like he's definitely got he's definitely got some shtick in there. Okay. It does look like a porno. It really does. <laughs> it does. <laughs> Whatever. You know. It's so bad. It's unbelievable. I. Yeah. All right. So off the bat, then, like you're obviously a little down on this movie, which is interesting because, yeah. like I mentioned up top, this this is something I used to watch for my. Bro- I mean, not regularly. I'm not saying I watched it all the time. You just swear my, by it, right? Me and my brother watched this like growing up, and it is good fun. 
it's 80s nonsense. There's a bit of Ghostbusters flair in there with some of the CGI. Like, Stop. It's, it's just a laugh. Stop. Can you tell me why you not in, why you didn't really enjoy it? Mate, th- this is the most convoluted <laughs> plot I've ever seen, A. B, the main actor can, like... Th- th- oh, yeah, th- we're going to get to this. The accent. We're going to get to this. The accent. Yeah. That's true. Well, like it's it just takes me out of every scene. You're supposed to be like, there's about like five words he can do with a Scottish accent, and the rest, he sounds like like I don't know what. what I said Yugoslavian, but that's just because it sounded fire. weirdly European. All right. Well, okay. I'm gonna give you a bit of trivia. I, I would have waited, but as you already brought it up, so the filmmakers were apparently shocked to find out that after this. signing a contract for Christopher Lambert. That he barely spoke How did any this, English. Who did he pay? I don't know. This but apparently he's a great bloke. Apparently everyone loves him. He, apparently he's such a good bloke that Sean Connery only came back to the second movie because he'd signed on to do it. That's how much of a good bloke he so, is. So, but like, what was going on in Hollywood at this point? Oh, where you could no have sense. signed a main actor who, without knowing he spoke, in, did not speak any English. Yeah. Like, and then what about this guy do you think is going to give you mass appeal now i know this i know this 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 podcast isn't a sports podcast but it reminds me of this one analogy from soccer so this is at a time when there wasn't a huge amount of you could do in terms of like seeing people's work outside of what you could get very easily and so what happened was and just choose anyone else well let's listen to this (laughs) listen to this analogy you'll you'll like this so in the 90s in the 90s there was this very famous very famous footballer called george weyer who was like Mm -hmm. one of africa's like top top ever players yeah and a very famous football manager got a phone call from a guy who was apparently the agent of this famous footballer's uh son or nephew who was apparently just as good now this guy who was in the premier league so you know it's pretty big deal brought this guy into the club he played he came onto the football pitch and played like 10 minutes they were all like what is happening and these are in the days when you had minimal substitutes so he got subbed on and they got subbed off this guy was so bad so the point i'm getting at here is that like this was a time when it was a lot harder to get information about people and if they got like a not that like this guy's like this guy's it not that hard this guy's it they had phones they had phones. Motherfucker can't speak English. People can lie to us. <laughs> People can lie. Like, you know? Like Anyway, so you asked me yeah. what I didn't like about it. I just thought it was cheesy. I thought the main actor was obnoxious. Like, his really? accent was all over the place. And I mean, it takes you out. I thought the story itself, like, the tone was too wacky for, like, if they were going to make a movie like this, the tone had to be on point. Sure. It's meant to be a drama, but it's like I'm laughing at it. At it, not with it. Yeah, that's yeah, interesting. You know? Um, and, and yeah, I mean, I don't, I think that's all I need to really say before <laughs> getting into like my bads, but, um, well, all right. Well, yeah. I mean, let's just talk a little bit about it in general then. Like, the, okay. like there's a lot that goes on in this movie. Like I started off when I was watching it and I started to write like almost a commentary of things that were happening. That's all I have. And as I was going through, I realized there's a lot of like quite nonsense stuff in there, which I found really quite funny. So like, I love the opening fight scene. Like where McCloud just dies instantly. <laughs> Like no, sorry. No, no, no. The opening fight scene, as in like when oh, he's at the yeah, wrestling yeah, match. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that, so like, it's so bad that he's he's <laughs> fighting like, this dude who's like, who's clearly significantly older than he is. Who can, he's like who can do 50 these, year old dude. Who, can who do just had a fucking no, somersault. Just out of nowhere starts doing backflip after backflip. And, and you're like, what? I was <laughs> laughing, but like, that's about as, like, you're right. Like I was entertained by that because it was so ridiculous. Yeah. I can't do it for two hours. I can't have ridiculous like that for yeah, two yeah. hours. I get over it. Look, this is, this is clearly that entertaining. It spawned, like this guy has a beer belly and he's doing fucking somersaults. It spawned like, four sequels, uh, a two minimum TV show is a spin-off TV show, a bunch of animated stuff, a video game. It was clearly loved. Like it clearly had mass appeal. For I think for its ridiculousness. Your silence says everything. Yeah, I think but Dude. I like surely there aren't people that were like, I loved this the plot of this movie. Like the plot of the movie's yeah, it's completely over. Uh, Look, yeah. but there's more stuff like There are little bits of it, like, stuff that just makes no sense to me. Like, how did they get Queen to do the soundtrack for this? I did notice that Queen was... They did all of it. Like, singing multiple songs. All the soundtrack. Uh, Dude, I don't know. uh, Well, there's a bit of trivia about that, too. Look, I'm skipping around trivia-wise. But, so, Queen originally intended to only record one song for this movie. But after viewing footage, they were, you know, they were inspired. They wanted to do more. So, like, each various bit, like, Brian May wrote Who Wants to Live Forever... Um, uh, Roger Taylor he used the line it's a kind of magic which 
let's be honest, is the worst line in the movie <laughs> as a basis for like the title song. And a lot of this, a lot of this went on to one of their their key albums. Like yeah. it's incredible. But some of the songs, some of the Queen stuff, never got released. So, for example, they do um, they do a version of New York, New York later on that yeah. never got released. So we only have that. The 40 only seconds. way to get this, is, yeah, yeah. That's Which is crazy. No, the, there's a lot of like odd, like that's what I didn't understand, like how this movie got such like cult following and like, I guess, popularity enough to get like Queen on the soundtrack, to get Sean Connery to freaking take it, to have yeah. all these sequels. Because I watched it and I was like, like 80s dude. Dude, it wasn't that, <laughs> like even the special effects weren't that good compared to other things in that time. Yeah, so I'm like, sure. how did it, how did it have you this Star Wars before, like in terms of like special effects, like Star Wars outstrips this in special yeah, effects by, by like by miles a country mile yeah by miles anyway but like, i also it's, it's got sorry like i just, no, quick, just really quickly it's got like things that are like really funny and really eights in there like going back to that original fight scene when you know he's it's a 50 plus year old man doing backflips when he when he finally so fucking ran when he finally chops the guy's head off it's clearly like a really crap 80s prosthetic and yeah. it's hilarious if you freeze frame it on the bit like when the head comes just off false. it's no it, it just twists <laughs> and it's just like it's a really crap prosthetic yeah. it's great it's hilarious to watch i guess i guess like I, i'm not saying that it's not like fun to laugh at that is not my point but just in general, McLeod? McLeod. What a name. It's a like, Scottish think, name. Is that really Scottish? I guess it must be. I've never met a McLeod. Really. I mean, neither have I, but 80s, um, bro. 80s. <laughs> Dude, well, I, what's the general gist of the plot then? So effectively what happens is he meets Ramirez, who's Sean Connery's character. They Like, te- like temporarily? trains him. Well, yeah. it does these like smash cuts between the present and the past, and it's quite hard. Like It kind of gives you... Like, I'm going to get into this in a minute. It's kind of like... It's kind of hard to watch at times. There's only like... the, the problem is it does all these smash cuts of like time periods in between the very first part of the story yeah. and the end like the, yeah. the the current time so we flip and there's it. only like yeah. none of the middle is relevant only the beginning and only the end are relevant true but you just have all this stuff in the middle that's just there <laughs> like when he's getting shot by like some colonial <laughs> Englishman <laughs> that is so that? weird i was just like I, did forgot, I, fall I completely forgot about that. I was like, that did scene. I fall asleep? And the bit where he's stabbing him yeah, over like and over, over again. and over. Complete. And I was like, did I just fall asleep for this? So you flip between, in, in not a way that like Memento does, which is good. It flicks between the past and the present, and it shows you how he has built up to being this, uh, you know, well trained. <laughs> I'm going to put well big trained. inverted commas around, uh, well trained um, swordsman who, you know, <laughs> is one of the last immortals and the whole plot is that there is this bad guy who's been chasing him down since the middle ages uh 1570 something i believe the exposition says halfway through um and he's been chasing down since the middle ages and he finally found him and they're yeah yeah. some of the last immortals so the point is that they're in this kind of competition that isn't really laid out for anyone and funny that Christopher kind Lambert like, loves a competition. Yeah, I was gonna say it's rem- kind of reminds me of Mortal Kombat. What they and doing. yeah, so like whoever whoever is the winner at the end of this, whoever chops the other one's head off, is the best immortal, and therefore gets the bestest some- gets something. <laughs> Can I have kids? Let's, let's talk about let's yeah. talk about that in a minute. Yeah. What what are, your, what are your um what are your themes and tones of this I movie? Even Did you get so like? In, just before you cut get to themes and tones, one last thing. Yeah, I think I because I kind of just as I was thinking about, it, I kind of figured out what I don't like. Any kind of action movie from this era, I just the the like awkward fight scenes. I just can't. Oh, so bad. They just turn me off to the whole thing. I can't handle it. I'm like, just don't do this. Yeah, that's this so, is this like is, I've written this down. This is choreography's much... come a long sword choreography has come a long way. <laughs> well, this is very much in that era. I mean, and it didn't even get that good until like mid 2000s, maybe even later, where they would just clack swords together, and you would think that's what sword fighting was. Yeah. Like you, it, like the best, the best examples before before the mid 2000s are things like Star Wars, the I, Episode One, whatever it's called, with the Phantom Menace. But then you see things a few years later, like Blade uh, and Blade all the way up to Blade Trinity, and even then they're just clacking swords together. Yeah. Like they didn't know what to do with it. Yeah, I agree. I think that like. Uh... That that's what I'll. I think there's probably movies made in the '80s that I would like that are more on the kung fu side. Sure. Where there's actually like really well done action choreography movies. action movies, whereas these action movies are just like the choreography so bad. Anyway, to themes my, and tones. Uh, well, my, my favorite action yeah. movies are like things like from the, that era, is like '80s, '90s. Are yeah. Things like Lethal Weapon. 
things where they don't rely on yeah. it being incredible martial arts or yeah. incredible sword fighting. Because like it's they more shouldn't. about yeah, it's more yeah, <laughs> because, they, <laughs> because should they should not. All right, what are your themes and tones? Hit me up. Uh, what do you think? I guess like off the cuff, what is the the, the theme of this movie? <laughs> I have no idea. There can only be one. Uh, yeah, I guess that there can be only it. be one. I I, I, on, I I thought there was a lot of like themes around like loneliness and loss because obviously yeah, it's, yeah. it does dive a little bit quite. He- quite heavy-handedly i admit like it's yeah. not exactly subtle it's not but into the whole like you know if you live forever you're going to outlive all the people who you love and you shouldn't fall in love with people etc which is kind of that i'm pretty sure they're almost exact words that sean connery says to yeah. him i'm trying to save you this pain or something. yeah no that that's a fair thing but like i don't even know if i can call that a theme because like it's it's not given that much time or airtime or, or well, significance to the plot because well, interesting well interestingly um what what I do find really interesting is that one of those ridiculous, and I didn't realize it until way after the movie, by the way, in one of the ridiculous flashbacks, he's in like Nazi Germany for some it's just reason. Random. One of the random ones. Yeah, yeah, but the little child he saves in that situation is then his secretary later on. You don't realize that's uh, the end of the movie because her name, I think it's like Rachel or something. Uh, and then I only realized that afterwards, I was like, oh, that's actually quite a nice little, yeah. and it shows like these people, nice. it shows like one of the people who's grown up around him. Yeah. That's and nice. it's really interesting. Yeah. And she's, but she obviously knows his immortal. He must've told her. Well, yeah, you could, if that's the case, then. Yeah. yeah. Well, anyway, look, let, let's, let's so get, that's a fair theme. I think if you had to put one, it'd be like the loneliness and yeah. like solitude of like responsibility. Absolutely. And like, yeah. Cause, Cause I guess, I guess being a, Highlander is a responsibility. Like, is, is he a Highlander make, or is he an immortal? Because I thought immortal. Was, you're trying to make well, the world I'm, better. That's I don't actually it, know that, but it, it it kind of implies that like that's what they should be doing with their power, and that's why this other guy can't win because he wouldn't do that. He'd be well. He'd just twat. kill everyone. Yeah, yeah, yeah he would. Well, all right then. Tell me. I know, I know you really struggle with this, but tell me your three best. What are your three best from this movie? What did two. you? Enjoy? I only have two. I couldn't do three. Okay. Well, we'll um, Sean two. Connery, just because he's so fucking he is funny. So good in this. He just it's only because. I'm not laughing at him the way I'm laughing at old mate, uh, what's his name? Dan, uh, Chris Lambert. I'm laughing at him because like, he also is just like this weird Spanish, Scottish, yeah. Egyptian I wrote, guy. I wrote this down. <laughs> he is literally like, his, 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 he's a Spanish emiss- em- emissary who is Egyptian, but has a Scottish accent <laughs> and, that makes and no just sense. just randomly throws in like a random spanish word well the best the best bit is he's he's speaking in this very thick scottish accent and he goes what's haggis and you're like hang on a minute mate you definitely know that is way more than this french dude does (laughs) so i do like i do like uh i like him in general so it's just funny to see him in this crazy outfit this is the key like i guess what you're getting out of feather plume (laughs) yeah like what you're getting out of chris lambert i'm getting out of sean connery sure and that's why i liked it because it was just entertaining to have him be in this ridiculous outfit yeah right this movie as a respected respectable actor yeah okay like so that's what i liked about it one of mine i'm just jumping ahead i've put the non-leads so i've said your lamberts and your your browns like the bad guy um i think that everyone outside of the lead actors in this are actually great so i'm agreeing with you Okay, I was gonna What's say who, who like who else is there? I guess that the well, I'm the just two, like, the three women lead, the three woman side characters. I would say the the people who get the most screen time outside of Chris Lambert and um and the I've, main bad guy and Brenda is the bad guy and Sean Connery. They're the two, and the bad guy for me is one of the highlights of the movie. Sorry, <laughs> I, I quite like him as yeah, he's great, but he's a bit. It, they took it too far. Mm. Took, he's fucking like, what is he on about half the time? Oh yeah, it's nonsense. He's all, he's just anyway. So the other thing I like, well, I liked. Was and it, I don't think I've seen it anywhere else other than Star Wars with lightsabers. Is like the sword kind of explosions. Oh, gosh. it almost felt like it was like a charge that like if you with a certain type of swing, you know, things would explode. Yeah. I think that'd be a cool way to integrate something like that into sci-fi in a modern way that wasn't lightsabers. That I was, was I was reading a swords. I was reading a bit of trivia about this movie, and apparently there was like a a, a car battery attached to them at some points. And it had a lead going all the way up to the sword. And when they clacked together, some of the actual sparks were from the car batteries, oh which sounds fucking dangerous. That does not sound good. Like, that doesn't sound like a good idea. Not at all. Um, so you only had two. You couldn't even think of a third I one. You just liked it that one, mate. Okay, so I, I did enjoy this movie, obviously. Um, so for me, I, I we've talked about a couple of these already, but like 
the 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 nonsense mid fight like the the clearly 50 year old dude start doing backflips and then <laughs> running across cars and then like i i loved all of that that it's was kind of funny i'll give you the backflip thing that'll be I my enjoy that too. a lot um, just i'm just imagining the fat guy doing the backflip yeah, again. I'm like, yeah. the, when he started doing that i was like are we thinking about the same guy here like also by the way that was probably that had to influence agent smith probably maybe I, the, he bit. had the same outfit yeah maybe yeah i was like maybe the wachowskis but, uh, the wachowskis i didn't they I'm, I'm sure they've seen this movie probably i mean and i bet everyone's seen this there movie. yeah okay so my i obviously said like i say the non-leads so i genuinely thought that um clancy brown you know krugan was like he was really intimidating he was really menacing at times like the bit where he was in the church and like everyone was like scattering away from him. Like, I was like, you could see that. He kind of looked a bit like Kane as I well. I hated that scene. Did you? Yeah. yeah, I hated it, but it was like, it was intimidating. It showed a lot about him. I mean, he like plays the villain that they yes. wrote well. And my, my I... final one is just, just the 80s schlockiness of this movie. Yeah. Like, it just, for some reason, there's a bit of me that just like, if I see that amount of schlock, I'm just like, yeah, I'm in. I'm in. Yeah, no. Like, me. I don't know what it is. It's like the complete opposite for me. It's like... Fair enough. I can only have a bit of that schlock. Yeah, okay. Yeah. But then you watch some crap as well. Like, you you watch Superstore, so... Uh, <laughs> Superstore is a, is a well-written Dude, kidding. sitcom Dude. comedy. All right, hit me with Give the three me a worst. break here. Uh, three worst? Yep. What is up with the dubbing in this movie? Oh, yeah. It was real all bad. over the place. Yeah, real bad. And it felt like it was because old mate wasn't good at english so maybe he would have fucked things up and they would have had to overdub things probably because it was like it wasn't it was all over the place and quite bad how about you, your first uh I, i've got three do you want to yeah, i'll three? go through all three yeah I got uh, three. chris lambert just don't like him he's terrible i can't enjoy a scene that this guy's in the i just don't understand who anybody would have thought he'd have mass appeal and how you sign this guy on to play a lead actor in a <laughs> movie of this caliber apparently they had queen in the on the soundtrack yeah i think that was a late decision let's not let's uh, not hold that up my point being like it just it's ridiculous to me but it anyway, is the third ridiculous. one is just the, how bad the choreography of all the fights are yeah, you know what? That's actually that's actually my third one. Yeah. My third one is that, like, yeah, we were saying it was fun and it was it was like a bit a bit of fun, but like the like the sword fighting was like it's so like two bad. children playing. It was terrible, and they are um, worse because they would actually go to like hit each other. You know, like that might be interesting. <laughs> these kids try and hurt each other. Yeah, yeah like these. <laughs> well, the other one, the other ones for me were that like I said this a little bit a minute ago, but like some of those smash cuts, man, like they give you whiplash. Like they're too much. Yeah. Like. I'm like, all of a sudden, like, you go through the roof of a garage and you're in Scotland. You're like, what the fuck is happening? <laughs> like, the whole thing is just like, it's so much. And, like, the pacing, it, it, it fucks with the pacing as well because you're never sure whether you're in the future or the past or where you get, it's it's, it's a lot. Yeah. There is a bit where his, where Christopher Lambert's face um, fades into the Mona Lisa, which is <laughs> which is very confusing and i'm like it's not a smash cut i admit but it's just not a good anything i do remember that um, yeah and the final one for me was that the the two main love interests they just don't have any chemistry like there's nothing it's like it's like watching two bits of cardboard trying to i like, literally was like when they kissed the, the second love interest when they kissed yeah i was like why are they doing that yeah like, it, like there was never a moment of any kind of chemistry all of the or, flirting was creepy as fuck it wasn't was even like, flirting oh. No. It was like him like... I'm saying flirting with inverted commas. Were, yeah, weirdly asking her to dinner every time like, she was trying to basically put him in jail. He's like, I want to walk you home. Shit, sorry. He's like, I want to walk you home. Yeah. Like, whoa, why are you saying this? That's creepy, you man. Don't even, you haven't even met her. Yeah, and he just sounded creepy is. saying it. Um, um, yeah, yeah, so, all right then. This one is going to be the polarizing one, I think. So final so final point before we jump into, into spoilers. No, between us, this is the, this is the question. <laughs> it's ridiculous. Is this better say. or worse than Xbox 2018? It's way worse. <laughs> it's solidly bad. Uh, you know what? I really want to say it's better, but... Would you rather watch this or Aquaman? That's really hard, actually. Aquaman's really crap. It's not. They're both about I'm, the same length. Yeah. All right, I'm going to say it's worse than Aquaman 2018. Yeah. Uh, but, but by like a whisker. <laughs> like by a whisker. Like if Christopher, Christopher Lambert was just a little bit more convincing as the main actor, I think I'd probably say better. But he's not. <laughs> Dude, he, if anyone else was cast, maybe. Yeah, okay. If anyone else was cast. Literally. So I've, got, I've got a game for you. Go hit me. Yeah. Love it. Bad quotes from this movie. This oh, is going to wow. be a whole section of mine. I can't like, wait. What, this was going to be like my third thing I didn't like, but then I was like, "Fuck it, there's enough here to make a whole section." Oh, you should do a. Is this a bad quote from the movie, or is this just from like Donald Trump? <laughs> I'm I don't think it would work. 
Actually, some of them might. Yeah, go on. Them. But I think you have to just tell me when it happened and who said it. Oh, Christ. Or go one on. or the other. Yeah, right. Uh, okay. First one. It's better to burn out than to fade away. I know that. Yeah. That's, um, <laughs> I remember because that's the church scene we were just yes. bloody talking about. I gave you an easy that one to is, start. That is Krugan. Yeah. That is the bad In the guy. church scene, which yeah. I honestly couldn't tell if he was like quoting a rock song. I was wondering if that or was, yeah, <laughs> what's I'm like, going is this, on there? It was so is this a queen random. Like, I was like, why are you quoting like a punk rock song in this church to nuns? I guess that's why, because it's um, a church to nuns. And what, okay, what do, do three. We'll do three of these. We'll do. Well, I got more than that, but okay. Mamma Mia. Huh? Just Mamma Mia. Mia. Just Mamma Mia. Yes. Well, I'm gonna guess it's Christopher Lambert. He says some weird shit. No, but it's it's the chick when Kruger breaks into her house and is chasing her. Brenda. Her her Brenda's response is, "Oh my god, Mamma Mia." And I was like, here we go again. <laughs> I was like, what the fuck are you on about? He's why literally you, ripping the doll to pieces. Why are you saying Mamma Mia? You should oh, be running right that, now. Yeah, all right. That's a good um, one. All right. Okay. One, one. Don't move, pal. Don't even breathe. Yeah, that's the cop at the beginning. <laughs> that's fucking dire. You're not serious when he's, when like somebody wrote that and was like, this I, I appreciate the section. I, I, oh, I will, I will, future, <laughs> future us will bring this back. You've got to from now on bring three bad quotes. Dude, I've got six more. <laughs> what kept you? <laughs> okay. All right. That's enough of that. Look, let's spoil the shit out of this movie. Not that okay. it really matters. Look, Connor wins, right? He is, what is it? The one. Yeah. He's Neo. He is Neo. <laughs> Neo. He is the one. Um, it's, I mean, it's, it's obvious it's going to happen. My key question with this is right. Why, why are they all fighting? Because when you, like, when you see any of the other, um, any of the other immortals in this with Connor, they all seem to be mates. They're all mates. So Connor's mates with them all. And then just old, old mate Vigo, the Carpathian just kills them all. Yeah. But the, the point is like at the end of this like the whole point is at the end of the day, whenever this happens, this the, gathering, the gathering will happen. Yeah. They all are all supposed to go and kill each other. And he's like, but they're all mates. And also this is like a little bit preemptive as well. Cause like they're all killing each other. Anyway. Yeah. Well, he's I don't, killing everyone. I don't. So. Yeah. That, that doesn't make a lot of sense. I mean like the whole plot, right? The whole plot hole here is there's like four Highlanders in the movie that we and see every single time that the line, there can only be one, is said. Yeah. They're literally saying it to another <laughs> Highlander. Oh, the after I've just killed one. <laughs> literally. It's like, no, there actually isn't only one. There's three more. And there you guys can are only be one. Not there is only there, one. Whatever. There, As the, there can only be one. They're they say it, They're down. literally saying it to another one. They're whittling it down. There can only be one. They, they, that's why they kill each other. But the point. But why? They all have I, powers. They're fine. They seem to be doing fine. They could just they all go fine. their separate just ways. Just go and be rich. Yeah, like, well, there is an interesting one. When when Connor finally kills the bad guy, chops his head off. Yeah, we didn't really talk about the chopping the head off part that much. Like that's the way you kill an immortal. They're not immortal. They they can only die if you chop the head off. Yes. When he does that, he says a line, and I'm I'm not saying this for Basim here, but he says something like, "I know everything. I, know I everything. am everything." <laughs> But that implies that he gets the memories of the people he's been murdering. And, and that's horrifying. I mean, it was kind of like a... And you can hear everything everyone in the world's thinking at once. tell-all. It was like, this is... They kind of just like yada yada over like the whole point of the movie. Yeah, because it wasn't really... <laughs> like, yeah, because so like the next part is like, he, they're, like to what you get for winning being an immortal is that you get to live a normal life, have kids... But by a normal life, you assume that means just live and die with someone. Yeah. Um, what's the point of being all in the first place? Like, who cares? Like, this is complete. It was, stuff like, it was such a piss up. Like, what's the point of this whole movie? Yeah, there, that is a very good point. Yeah. Like, there is no what's logic the to the story. Um, do you want to hear a little bit more trivia, trivia, trivia before we skip on? Yeah. Um, one fun... Fun fact about this movie. So there is an opening monologue where Sean Connery is is talking and there is a lot of echo in that scene. You would mm -hmm. think that's a, a fun trick with a mic, but actually, no. The echo effect is because he actually recorded it in his bathroom in his Spanish villa. <laughs> he just couldn't be asked coming into set. So he was like, I'll do it this way. <laughs> so Sean Connery had to film all his scenes in a week? 
Yeah, that's an interesting one. Yeah. That was so and interesting. So that might be why. Maybe he was just like, fuck it. Well, can't come back. Yeah. Man. We're at eight days. Apparently he had a bet with the, the director that he yeah. couldn't do all this stuff. He thought he couldn't do it all in seven days. And the director's like, I bet you I can. Yeah, well, it shows. Um, uh, <laughs> yeah. All right, here you go. Here's one for you. This, this could have changed the entire movie. And tell me what you think about this. Kurt Russell was originally cast as Connor McLeod. Oh. But he pulled out of the project because his girlfriend, who was Goldie Hawn, now his wife, I think, yes. insisted that he starred in Big Trouble in Little China, which, let's be honest, is a significantly better movie. Poor. Good for her. Yeah, good good choice by that her. That being said, if he made a way to do Imagine two, him it, would, it might be a bit better. Imagine him in this. It might be better. It'd be so good. Yeah. <laughs> I don't, but it'd be that. way better. I'd Chris Lambert that. spent time with a dialogue coach to get a non-specific sounding accent. You which know what? Is what he I, had anyway. What I will give uh, you is that his accent, while weird and all over the place is non-specific it is <laughs> so that guy accomplished his goal he absolutely well paid well done job he, du- he needs he needs up. a pay rise yeah that give that guy a, an award i have a i have a, a question for you right yeah so in the movie when uh when one of the immortals the highlands whichever you want to call them yeah when they get stabbed or whatever they immediately heal right but i, I guess yeah yeah but what happens if you like chop their legs off? Like, do they grow back? Do they like stick them back on? Like, yeah. that's it's such a like. No, because the other guy has a scar on his neck. I think that's just because it was his neck. Oh uh, yeah, semantics. Yeah. yeah, I think that's like a real MacGuffin of this <laughs> yeah, movie. Yeah. Like the, the neck, the, the is neck the key. exposed. <laughs> yeah, still still healed though. Still yeah. healed pretty Except fast. He fucking sounds so creepy. He, the one thing we didn't really talk about was um, Sean Connery's death scene. Do you want to talk about that? I mean that that was like weird. meant to be the most epic yeah. scene of the movie. And to be Body fair, like the, the trail, like the steps, like you could see how that was like an icon. Somebody put it on an animated board when like they're fighting up this medieval keep. Yeah, and he, the, the the chaos of the swords is like blowing the walls out. And at the end, all that's left are the steps up to like the moon, and they're fighting on these steps yeah. that obviously would fall over it, yeah. if we were talking real physics here. Yeah. But, uh, you could see that somebody like on an animation board was like, "This is gonna be cool," and like, uh, like at a drawing board. Yeah, yeah. Like, like, sorry, this is the eighties. Remember, yeah, he's yeah. on like a chalkboard. Yeah, yeah. So like, I, yeah, guess, I can see that. I well, guess like that was. I liked that scene because I could see what they wanted. They just didn't have the tech at that time sure. to really pull it off. I find it very odd though that when the dude, when I keep calling him Vigo, that's not his name. When uh, a Krugan hits, he keeps hitting the wall. Right, he's obviously swinging for Sean Connery. Sean Connery yeah. dodges. He keeps hitting the wall. <laughs> And then instead of the wall exploding outwards, <laughs> it's exploding inwards. And I'm like, That's exactly what you're gonna say like, when when you were starting to talk about hitting the wall. I was like, oh my god, it's so true. <laughs> I wrote that somewhere. It was like literally like, like Newton's law reversed. Like, what's going on it's here? It's all showering inwards. I'm yeah, like, it's this like if doesn't... you splash and the water just went up in your. Well, I guess that does happen. <laughs> yeah, yeah, does. But like, if you, I don't but even... it's not the same yeah, physics. What is an analogy? I don't know. There anyway, isn't one. Yeah, that that is quite funny. I, I don't know. It Doesn't I, make sense. There's like, a lot there's, of that, bro. There's no physics in this movie. There is a, um, yeah. <laughs> I just wrote at one point, LOL, stop it with Sean Connery's <laughs> random entrance. <laughs> Where he jumps <laughs> over on the horse. Oh, just like fucking, he's like, hello. What up, guys? Hello, I am a Spanish I'm Egyptian conquistador yeah. and I'm coming for you. He's like literally balls deep. Like, so good. Well, oh. there is a there is an interesting other bit that I, I couldn't, I, I'm, I'm not sure if you'd have noticed, I don't know how much attention you were paying to this movie, <laughs> but there is a bit when they're, sh- he's basically doing the Rocky training montage, right? So like he's running on the beach, yeah, they're yeah, doing yeah. sword fighting on a hill, and there is a bit when they're on like, they're like up a mountain, and there's like a flat bit which like overlooks all of what's supposed to be Scotland, and it's actually a very beautiful shot. However, you look at the two actors who, it's not Sean Connery, and it is definitely not Christopher Lambert. The dude who is playing Sean Connery has clearly just shoved, like, a cushion, like, down the front of him to make himself look fat. And, like, they are phoning that shit in hard. They're not, like, anywhere near each other. They're just, sort of, like, waving the swords around and doing that. It, it looks like they're doing, like, some Harry Potter spell shit. It is so terrible. And it's, like, the most phoned-in thing I've ever seen, like... It just makes me laugh, though. Yeah, well, that's these movies. Like, it's like literally like the level of like craftsmanship in some of these movies oh, that yeah. we watch. It's just Bad. so subpar. Um, so the the quickening. Sorry, we call it the gathering. It's not. It's the quickening. No, the quickening what, is what does that like, mean? I don't know, but it's number two. I saw that. So. It's, oh yeah, you're right. Yeah. The second one is called that. The third yeah. one has a great. Third one actually has two names, but the one I like for it is <laughs> the Final Dimension, which is, com- which well, like we didn't dimensions weren't a thing. 
No. This is like this was about timelines. Yeah, I'm yeah. I'm baffled by all of this in a, in the best possible way. Like it just Yeah. Yeah. I, I remember Yeah. I, I enjoyed it. Thought it was I, I mean, like, random... I'm just going through my random thoughts now. Yes. Random notes. When he's blowing up all the cars in the garage in that first scene, yeah. why did it sound and look like he was just having a massive orgasm? Yeah, he did. It's <laughs> like, Wait, dude... Like, I, was, I, was like, I nearly said like, that. It was, like, very awkward. It's so oddly sexualized, isn't it? To watch. Yeah. yeah. Which is apparently a lot of people. And it happens a fair amount, like, the oddly yeah. sexualized stuff. Like, for Whenever no reason. Whenever the thunder hits him, he just, like, yeah. he gets off, I guess. Look, um, let me ask you a couple, couple of really quick questions before we wrap this up, because I've, yes. I've actually had a... Regardless of how bad this was, I've had a lot of fun talking about it. Let's just quickly, quickly mention on the Henry Cavill thing. Do you think it's going to be a reboot, a rebootuation? Do you think it's going to have any elements of this? God, I think. How do you think they could make this good? I think there was like a, if they like. uh, I think it would have to be a core idea here. There is something that you could have taken from this and like cut half of it, maybe 75% of it, (laughs) and massage it into like a cool movie. I think, but a I good just idea. think that there's yeah. a lot. Like right now, it's basically Braveheart meets Mortal Kombat with like Cloud Atlas. Like, oh, yeah, like weird. that's what this movie is. With none of like, yeah. If you took cool parts of each of those and like made it something that was more like character driven. Yes, that was a yes. big problem for me. There's no character driving here. They tried. They but, tried and failed yeah. so badly. But I really wanted more of Sean Connery. Like you just need to give more backstory to the three like main characters. Yeah. And if it's going to be, but they a tr- have they've got centuries of backstory, and you but still you don't, don't get anything. Don't get from it. Yeah. I, I, I ge- yeah, I genuinely think if you gave this, like, I don't, I don't want it to have a big budget. Like, I don't like. We've seen a lot of times giving movies big budgets just doesn't necessarily mean it's going to be a good movie. I think if you build a good story for Henry Cavill, he's obviously got the chops. He, he's got his he's got his solid play from The Witcher. He's clearly a very good actor. I'm not sure if he can do a. Uh, a nondescript accent. Yeah, no, like the t- <laughs> the tone needs to be much more succinct and, and I'd sure. say like sh- not dark, but like uh, it needs to be serious. Who would you like to see as the Sean Connery character? Would you? Would <laughs> you? Tone, it needs to be a completely opposite tone to what this movie was. I don't know. You can't just have some like guy showing up in a conquistador outfit. Oh, you can. No, then it's then it's gonna be a rebutuation. I that's not. I don't care to see that again. That would be a and reboot. I don't care to see. Henry Cavill be fucking brought down by the shit that he... It'll be a shitty movie. That would be a reboot. I would see that. Yeah. I could see... An, an, do you, well, I could see them doing, like, a, the old classic of getting Christopher Lambert in to do, like, the Sean Connery oh, part. Oh, God, no. That no, would be... just no. Then don't do it. He doesn't look good, though. Like, he, he doesn't... I'm just looking at his... Uh, yeah, he's old, man. He's really not... Man, but happens. then so was Sean Connery at the time. It happens. I would love them. I all right then. Who could you see in the Sean Connery part? I, I guess like if you're making, if you're trying to make something that's like gonna please the old fans and it's gonna be funny, like where you're gonna laugh at, then sure do something like that. But if you're not, then it's got to be a complete change. And honestly, I can't tell you who I would see in the Sean Connery role unless I know what kind of movie they're trying to make. Right? <laughs> are they trying to make a serious one, or are they trying to just do another gaffy like funny? Yeah, I'd like to think they. I think they do like a. Oh, well, the same way almost they're doing like uh, the new Ghostbusters. Like they're taking the car concept and reusing it with just slightly different means. Yeah, then I guess you'd want to find someone a bit goofy. Like, like It's got to be older. They've got to have some comedic chops. But at the same time, they've got to be believable as like a, like a sword fire. I can't think of anyone who fits that bill. <laughs> Who's older? I didn't think about this, but... Uh... No. I mean, you could have like Pierce Brosnan or something, dude. That'd be awesome. That's a great shout. <laughs> yeah. Pierce Brosnan looks sick as well. Like right now, he's going for one of the DC movies. He's going to yeah. look incredible. All right. Well, thank you for sticking with it, guys. We <laughs> do really appreciate it. We, I, I obviously love doing these nonsense episodes. Whereas Dre needs a bit of coaxing in. Oh. Needs a little bit of coaxing in there, don't you, mate? Oh, don't you? It's disgusting. Don't you? Well, we had a, a couple of bits of correspondence this week around. Uh, the Eternals trailer, we obviously threw it out there asking people what they were thinking, what they thought. Um, I mentioned a couple last week. We had one from friend of the show, Steve, who says he can't say he's blown away by the trailer, but he thinks, you know, it's an origin story. He's unsure if it'll be a decent film and it's worth taking a punt on something a bit different. That's kind of what we said. Do you do you like the idea of taking a punt on something different? I Marvel? totally do. I just wonder how they're going to do an origin story justice with like eight people in it. 
Yeah, I didn't frame that question very well. He basically yeah. said, like, how do you... F- yeah. How do you feel about it in an, uh, an origin story outside of the usual Marvel schlock? No, yeah, I agree. I, I, I'm excited for that, but I just think that they, oh, like, you got a lot of heavy hitters. So how are you going to do them all? So many heavy hitters, yeah. yeah. Like, there's a lot of big, big names. So yeah. how do you get guaranteed Maybe they the won't. same screen Maybe time? they just won't. Well, I was, reading, yeah. I was actually reading the other day, and I think you may have mentioned this as well, that Marvel want more, ensom- more ensemble movies outside of the Avengers. So, like, your Guardians of the Galaxy. Obviously, the Eternals are going to be one. And it's interesting that that's what he wants because that's, I mean, that's more toys, <laughs> right? <laughs> you can literally sell more toys. Well, it's also more fun. There's more ways to like play off the different characters if it's an ensemble than if it's just like Maybe. Steve Rogers. I like the Steve Rogers. Steve ones. Rogers. Yeah. Well, anyway, guys, if you do want to get in contact, you want to let us know or you want to ask any questions, let us know anything dumb you want us to talk through. Please, please say Highlander 2. I just want to see Dre's, um, Dre's response. <laughs> he, he's got the look of a dog in the Vietnam no. meme right now. Uh, let us know. Yeah, you can either hashtag us, hashtag podcast assemble on Twitter, or you can find us at the podcast assemble at gmail.com correct that's the first we've never done that on the first time maybe before. once or twice that's that's Mama incredible <laughs> it's kind that's, of magic that's your that's your new sign off mamma of mia <laughs> please yeah. more can you do your catchphrase one more time what is my mamma mia thanks for sticking with it guys <laughs> later guys bye